Hello, Sarah. Welcome to Brain Candy Podcast, episode 626. Woo! I like that number so much. I knew you would. All those colors go nicely together. And it's, it's a palindrome. time. Yeah. Did you say springtime? Yeah, because the colors are like light purple and yellow. Right. You know, of course, of course they are. I took that test again because I was like, maybe I'm not. And then like, <laughs> you no, thought you were making up your yeah. own like synesthesia. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I don't have it as <laughs> That's great. bad as I think I do. Took the test again. They were off the charts. They were like, really? yeah, most people score within, if you have synesthesia, you'll score an app between 50 and 90. And I scored like 99.8. It seems like if you have that, there's no debate about whether you have it. I think some people have it stronger than others. Like oh, I okay. can – so how they do it is they – they first they give you – they show you the number and then you pick on this – you know like the wheel that, mm-hmm. that – of colors. The color wheel? And, yeah, but like it, there's not the division between the colors. It's not like mm. – it's just a, a spectrum. Spectrum. You have mm-hmm. the spectrum, whole spectrum to pick from. Gradation, like the whole thing. You have all the colors. All of them. And all of them. <laughs> and you have to pick the exact shade, like the shade that it is. Okay. And then they will ask you again right. to do you it. Can't, you can't bullshit. Yeah. And how mm-hmm. close you are to that shade. And there is a feeling that I get in my body when it's right. That's weird. It's like a wave, like a tingly, like, ah, satisfaction. And when it's even a one pixel off or whatever, not, you know, like one color thing, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> um, I'm like, not right. Wow. So I'm able to pick like the exact color off of that spectrum again. I think that is the part that gets me the higher scores. What and then they flash them in front of you, the number, and they'll flash like a three, but it'll be green, and you have to say yes or no if that's wow. your color. And the f- speed, the faster you do it, and it's so easy. I'm like, ah, no, that's not right, because three is obviously blue. So, Wow. I mean, that. I believed you already. I think we all did. It's just fun to like, you know, take a test that I know I'm going to score 100% yeah, right. on every now and then. <laughs> I think that that's it. right up your alley. That's like right up my alley. <laughs> A guaranteed perfect score yep. for Sarah. Yes. Still got it. How, yeah, <laughs> I wonder how, like, you guys don't know this, but pretty much every week when we get on the phone before we start recording, <laughs> I somehow make Sarah cry. It is well, terrible. It's not hard. It okay. That is true. Yeah. That is true. It's a low bar, but still, I'm supposed to. I want to bring you joy. You do. You bring me through. <laughs> The emotions that then free up space for joy. Oh, my God. Like, I'm the person that makes your life bad, so then you know when you're happy. That's not it. I think it's that I, you are the person I feel safest with and most comfortable opening up to and and sharing with. So I, like, and I don't talk to anybody else. Like, I'm just, like, a weird hermit. (laughs) A weird hermit. You are not. You're always camping. Yeah, like a weird hermit. They do that? I don't know. Like out in the woods by themselves. But I'm not by myself. I'm with Eli. That's true. It's the best. Yeah. It's great. I've been going out and, and, you know, we're having these like weekend getaways where we'll just like throw everything in the truck at like 
you know, after my last session on Friday night and then get back on Sunday evening. And this is so much fun and so good for my mental health and like really, really good for me to be outside. Like, oh, it helps me so much. Does not, however, help with getting the uh, regular chores and shit like that that you're supposed to do on a Sunday done. Yes. So uh, I currently have a half-painted bathroom. Right. A pile of laundry. Uh recycling from a couple weeks that needs to yeah, go Yeah, life really piles up. I know that feeling. Eey, so Here's what like, I want to know, though, about these camping trips. Yes, yes. Um, what is, is the cuisine like a lot oh, of baked so beans good. or... No. Oh, my God. Eli's an amazing, amazing chef. So and you guys pack up a cooler of what? Yes. Uh, okay, last time we had arroz con pollo, and he did a... So, like... Uh, sweet potato, onion, and poblano pepper hash That's with nice. tomatoes and chicken, like, you know, tomatoes, like stewed in chicken or two stick chicken, stewed in tomatoes, whatever, and mm. cooked down and then some instant rice and you just put, pour that all over and then some, um, well, beans, it's black beans. <laughs> so you were so, right with that. Well, beans. Yeah. Beans. Okay. So, yeah. so it's like... It's like proper movie oh, yeah. western campfire. Totally. And he's like all about the campfire cuisine and like campfire cuisine. in the same way that I it's almost hard to like hand over the uh uh the old <laughs> cast iron skillet. <laughs> Remember when the Brady Bunch camped in the Grand Canyon and then Bobby and Cindy got lost and they met this Native American named Jimmy Pacaya and they had like baked beans in their flashlight that they had to live off while they were lost. Yes. That's all. Yeah, it's it's just like that. (laughs) Do you ever meet any Jimmy Pacaya types? Mm, Not so much. That would be awesome. So this weekend we went to Wyoming. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, we just got in the car and took off and just... Three-hour drive wow. is uh, amazing campsites in the Glendo Reservoir That's and amazing. Glendo State Park up in Wyoming. That it's just so fun to have access to such different, yeah, like I don't know, terrain for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. Like, yeah. We, we, to go camping in the mountains and then sometimes on the lake and then sometimes by the river and then sometimes like, you know, it's just like, this was like almost like beach camping with, with sand because it was like at this huge reservoir and we went Mm. paddle boarding and like there are fish just jumping out of the water at sunset, catching bugs. It's so fun. That is nice. It was so cool. And like we saw... I saw a bobcat and moose and deer and this crazy antelope thing that was like hopping like nothing I've ever seen. I was like, where are we right now? It was so cool. Just animals everywhere. It's it's amazing. And you just wake up to the sound of of like birds chirping and and it's the best. And I thought it was real fun that on the same day that I woke up in a tent, you posted a picture of your family waking up in a tent. Yeah. And I was like, everybody's camping except Susie. <laughs> As it should be. As it yes. should be. Yes, everyone was happy. Um, yes, they theirs was not as rustic as yours, for oh, sure. No. But um, I think they had a fun time. Yes, it's They so snuggled fun. all night. Oh. 
and it was just real cute. I was I thought it was perfect for Father's Day weekend for them to do yes. that. Yes. Oh, that's adorable. <clears throat> but that I was not even tempted day. for a minute. It wasn't like I was like, maybe I should. No, I didn't even <laughs> that just not even cross my What's mind. What's the part of it that you don't that you're like, mm, no, not for every me. part of it. Every part of it. Okay. There is absolutely no reason for me to do that. Is it like I'll get a better night's sleep in my own bed kind of thing? That and, you know, you you don't know the temperature. You might be cold. You might be hot. You might meet a bear. You might have to go to the bathroom and then I I don't want to. That does suck. Yeah. It's every single part of it is less enjoyable than inside my home. I do think that there is something very freeing about peeing outside and going to the bathroom outside. And Mm -hmm. another thing I've discovered I love I think yeah. I might I, I I I mean I wasn't like naked in the woods, but when we were paddleboarding oh there was like nobody out there. I'm like, I'm definitely taking my top off. You did? Oh yeah. There's nobody for like nobody I nobody for a quarter mile. But what is the point? What were you trying to do? To get no so no tan lines. Okay. And like, you know, free the nip. <laughs> it felt so good. I was like, yeah topless on the paddleboard just like like because we were just like laying out on the paddleboard in the middle of the lake okay were you laying or were you paddling laying down that that i can understand yeah laying down topless like it feels so good do you think you would be as inclined to do that if you had big melons probably not i don't know i don't know about that big melon life yeah to me it feels very like fine that i'm without a top or bra or whatever because like yeah what, what are we what are we covering up here what are we even holding? I hear you. It's not I hear holding you. anything up either. There's no curve. There's no nothing. That it's is a like, good point. It's just a piece of fabric to cover my nipples. That's it. Yeah, right. What is it doing? Okay. And then at that point, it's for other people, not me, right? Yeah. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Free the nip. No matter so. what, though, I mean, no matter what you're wearing, I think it is necessary to have great footwear, and that's why I recommend Brothies. Oh, my gosh. Obviously. Obviously. I was just thinking about my Rothy's. I mean, I think about them every day because I put them on every day. But I was thinking about how there are very few companies Mm -hmm. that have a product that is Mm -hmm. actually designed to last a really, really long time. Correct. Like, it would actually be in Rothy's kind of like business model's best interest to make a crappier shoe. (laughs) Because yeah, then I have to replace never replaced it. the right. original ones that we've got. We got me neither. The ones and that I, I got because you had the cute tan ones, the beige mm-hmm. like slip-ons, and I had to get them too. I just yeah. washed them. They're actually in the washing machine right now. Yeah, you wash them, like, so them then up. you don't have to replace them. It really is good for the environment. A lot yes. of these companies say they're sustainable when you know it's kind of just like green washing. This oh, is legit. They're yeah. made out of plastic. You can wash them. They become good as new. The cost per wear is insane. They insane. so many colors, so many styles. It's just I, one of my favorite companies ever. Yeah. Check them out. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash brain candy. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash brain candy for $20 off your first order. So have you don't you have seen to they wear made a bra, the drivers right? for women now. What do you mean drivers? Oh, oh you mean uh, driving? You love mocks? these kind of shoes. Driving mocks, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I got a pair. Oh, <gasps> what? I love they them. came out with the sneaker in green. <laughs> oh, 
I may or may not be on the I love when you right shop now. while we're recording. I know, because then you get me. I'm like, oh, I know. There's probably new colors. Yeah. And then I want these in red and in. Oh, God, I need these. They're all secret. great. Oh, my God. Those look so good. I'm telling you. Okay, I want those drivers now. See? Sarah is. One thing we know about Sarah, she does not lie. This is true. That, I don't. I can't. If she says something's good, it's good. Okay. This is true. Um, one thing I thought was funny. Uh, I mean, it's probably it's actually kind of sad, but oh, well. <laughs> a lot of funny read, things are. <laughs> did you read about the um, a famous gigantic floating restaurant in Hong Kong that capsized? Oh no! But it kind of feels like it was like I don't want to say a matter of time, but like, what do you mean, like floating? Well, What's during the pandemic, here? they went out of business. Okay, so nobody was harmed or anything. Okay, okay, okay. but they decided to like take it away from wherever it was docked. I don't know where they were going to take it, but in the meantime, it capsized. And I just When think you say it, what are we are we just talking huge. about a boat here or is it's like a boat technically, but it is humongous, like almost like a cruise ship size. Okay, 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 okay. And it's a floating restaurant and it was really popular for years and years, but went out of business during COVID. And yeah. I just think it's super funny that like <laughs> this seafood restaurant is now stuck <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean oh that is funny like that's perfect irony it really is i hope all those little fish are swimming by like yeah fuck you fuck you oh, oh all you can eat sushi buffet well i'll show you <laughs> for real yeah but and now they be- the- that that thing becomes the Somehow, like the the food for the fish, because it's like they're like growing yes. barnacles on it now. Full yeah. circle. Yeah, they're like reclaiming it back into the ocean. We are weird. Humans are so weird. Why do we even want a floating restaurant? There's a lot of. Re- I feel the same way about uh, the spinning restaurants in high places. Oh, I do that not I need. Get. To be oscillating while I'm eating. <laughs> but it is nice to have like a view that keeps changing. It, is it though? I don't know. I've never done it. I, I did it once and I was like, it, like, it's fun for maybe cocktails, but like. Yeah. To me, like. Does it the, go the whole time or does it like yeah, stop the and whole start? Time. Oh, wow. Just keeps on spinning. Yeah, and I now I don't know if I imagined that, like if this right. happened in a movie or if this happened in at the restaurant that I went to, but okay. I have a memory. I may have combined a movie with okay. my actual memory of this, but I feel like I have a memory of somebody getting stuck in the what movie parts. In the moving parts? Yeah. Oh I, my I may God. need to confirm with the person that I went to this with. I hope that happened for you. Because I think that this happened or it happened in a movie. I cannot remember. Even if it was in a movie, that's weird. Yeah. How would you get stuck in it? Why would they make that in a movie? Yeah, I think somebody like, I want to say it was like a little kid or something got like their dress stuck or something stuck in the moving thing. And it was like. See, these are bad ideas. Terrible. Yeah. We're just asking for it. Right. I'm still like uh, uh, iffy on, on escalators, so please. Well, that as soon as you said closed death stuck traps. in it, that's what I thought. They yeah, are I death saw traps. a child get their foot stuck in one once. It was traumatic. Yeah, why do we keep making escalators? They're not death a good traps. idea. Or at least have some kind of like 
they're 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 not that we need to redesign those like people get their shit stuck in those yeah i don't know i maybe it's maybe it's an irrational fear yeah why why are we in fight or flight mode today i don't know suze we're like oh definitely don't do that that's terrifying yeah (laughs) we're afraid of stairs right i told story maybe it's because i was telling Susie about my mountain biking uh, adventures and excursions before we started recording yeah well i think you're insane sarah's gone three times and she went on the intermediate course which is insane yeah i mean you're athletic but that's just asking for trouble fucking a it's hard and i i I had my first fall that was that was that was tell me about it was it over the handlebars or what yes it was no yeah it was a little what do they call it? A little endo, end over, or over. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ass over end tip. over head or whatever. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't bad though. I just I hit my I, I did I hit my elbow on a rock and then I put my hand down and I cut my hand and then I got like just a nice bruise on my on my leg. But it was good. It was a good fall. Like I fell and like I went over the handlebars, but then I just kind of threw the bike to the side. And uh, it, it was a pretty solid fall. I, I, was, I did have a moment where I was like, holy fuck, did I break something? And, like, I got real – it was really painful, but I didn't want to cry or show any of that pain. So I did uh, what my body usually does when I'm experiencing intense you emotions. You didn't. What did I do? Vomit. <laughs> oh, my God. You did. You I was puked. like, oh, God, this really hurts. I think I'm going to puke. And then I threw up. Like, everything. You're – Puking is absolutely fascinating. I don't know what's wrong with me, Susie. <laughs> like, I love it. I just don't understand like it. It's not getting better. No, it isn't. No. I blame the <laughs> surgeon who did my tonsillectomy and adenoidectomy because yeah, they like went left wrong scar there. tissue. And that makes me feel like I'm choking whenever I get like overheated or like... Like, yeah. I can see that. Inflammation. Like, whenever I feel inflammation, like, my heart rate goes up and, like, or I'm, like, overheated or (laughs) that it feels like there's something choking me. Like, it feels like my I can't swallow. If you reached back there, could you feel the scar tissue if you wanted to? Uh, Try it. I'll probably throw up if I you won't throw up. Just try it real quick. Uh-huh. Oh, yep, I can. You oh. can? Oh, that's weird. Well, it feels bumpy back there. Oh, my God. And it's yeah, empty. that's terrible. And then, like, you can you can see it. It's It's like, I don't know, like the flap over, like, my epiglottis or something like that. Like, there's, like, a weird, there's, that's what they said when I went and got it. They did you a whole test. They like put a, a, a end, like those the little scope down there, and they were like, "Oh yeah, there's there's some tissue." And they like can go in and shave it off. But what they might oh, I went through this yeah, when I was twenty one. No, that's what, not worth what it. might happen is that it will come back worse because it's like a keloid scar. Yeah, don't do that. Right. So I don't want to do it. And then so mm-hmm. they're like, "You're better off just." Taking a what do they tell me? Taking an antihistamine, taking like a Benadryl oh to make the the inflammation go down. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have, or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion 
while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. You're like a medical marvel. What the? I think I don't... (sighs) I'm, I'm like so healthy, like nothing ever. I never get sick. Nothing. Well, I'm like sick right now, so I can't say that, but like, um, uh, uh, you know, like I've, I, I, nothing ever happened. It's just like this thing that's, that's not uh, like you can't do anything about it. It's just there. Yeah. It's just like yeah. annoying. It's just, it's just across what... to bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. funny to me. It's so stupid. It's like nothing. I love you. you know, other people have real problems. This is this is nothing. Oh, this God. is important. All right. Let me talk about other things. You should see my notes for this episode so far. It's like Sarah's throat scars. Yeah. What the hell? See, this is what happens is my that we fault. went we went from like my therapy session with Susie and then we just ran it into this session and now or this this episode and now we've done 20 minutes of continued therapy for Sarah. So, uh uh well, about me in the background. Um, okay. I read an article in the New York Times. It was about um, this rapper named Kid Creole from Grandmaster Flash and the Furious mm-hmm. Five way back mm-hmm. in the day, like old mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. And um, they were using his particular situation right now, which is not good, to... Um, Mm. shine a light on how these guys that invented a genre of music that has defined black culture for the last 50 years Mm -hmm. have kind of gotten screwed. Tell me more. Like, because they were just truly kids off the street in New York or whatever, they didn't have... Uh, a lot of leverage. They didn't have education, really, or or life experience. They were teenagers, often and, taken advantage of by yeah. the music industry. Yeah, and, and recording labels. They were taken advantage of, so they signed these predatory type of contracts. But also, I think that people didn't even people didn't even know it was going to be a big deal. Right. It was just this weird genre that was coming up, and it's they were going to take advantage of it, but. Nobody could have predicted what it would become of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And so 
when their music kind of evolved and changed and these particular people were no longer the stars of the genre, they couldn't just maybe get a job in the music industry or something cool with their education and life experience. They would become like janitors and stuff. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, they're titans of the music culture. Um, And so in his case, this guy, Kid Creole, Mm -hmm. he just, you know, was down and out. And he's one of those guys that like, no matter how bad it got, he always thought like maybe there, maybe I'll get invited on a tour. Like when the nostalgia stuff started happening, he thought, you know, he always thought around the next corner was going to be like his resurgence. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, And he just got put away for 16 years for manslaughter. And when they described what happened, the crime, I mean, he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, essentially. But he got this Mm. really tough sentencing. And it just makes me sad because by the time he gets out, he's going to be like 70 something. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I know that it's totally different from reality TV because we absolutely knew we were signing shitty contracts. Right. Like we, we were told that, you know, you sign it or they'll pick someone else. These guys didn't know they were signing crappy contracts. But the outcome can be the same where like once your two seconds of fame is over, like right. if you don't have something to fall back on, you can get in real trouble. This feels very similar to uh, professional athletes. Totally. This feels like the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you offer those contracts to kids who are 21, 20, mm-hmm. and they're like never seen that kind of money ever, and it like comes all at once. And it feels like it's an infinite amount of money. Right. Yeah. But it and isn't. And then it just takes like one injury or one season or somebody else coming in and, and, you know, outplaying you or yeah whatever. And then it can lead like to a we lot talk of substance about abuse. The hardest, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. For so many reasons. Yeah. And one of the hardest things, as we've talked about before, is the cognitive dissonance between the imagined future and the reality of what yeah things are what things are like now mm-hmm. so when you create like i i talk to clients about this it's almost like we 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 create this white we have this a whiteboard in our mind you know and we start drawing the future on it like maybe starting in one corner and then we just like you know like almost like this road map of the future we start like, oh, then this, and then this is going to happen. Then it's going to lead to this, and then we like paint this, like, or draw this incredible like image of the future that you know we've taken so much time to to map out and to draw out. And then somebody comes along with a eraser and just erases all of it, mm-hmm. and you're like panicking, like, what? Now it's blank. Yeah, and I, I got just nothing. Did, I mm-hmm. did all that work. Yeah, and now it's gone. And that I think sends people into a panic. That's why. I loved the low bar lifestyle idea. Yeah, right. Because if you keep the bar low, you know, then you can't be let down. Right. In a way, like it sounds like, I don't know, pessimistic or something like like negative, but it's really not. It's the opposite. It's saying, you know, 
That you can be happy even with very little. Correct. Yeah, that's what I love. Yes, that mm-hmm. by not creating, I don't know, parameters or expectations or these like uh, uh, beliefs of how things should be, we leave so much more mental bandwidth for what could be. Mm-hmm. And that's much better. Well, and a lot of it has to do with just your own perceptions of what is success. So one. 100 million percent. (laughs) This is so important to define for ourselves. I've Mm -hmm. been having these conversations a lot recently. Mm -hmm. What is success? Do you even want that other person's kind of success? Probably not. Right. Yeah. If you hinge your idea of success on, I don't know, wealth or fame or something. Right. And then you don't get that, you like almost talk yourself into being disappointed. Totally. Yeah. Like we'd have to say, okay, what is your idea of success as a podcast host? What mm. You will know that you're successful when. Right. And then work backwards. Okay, well like. Yeah. Or like you'll know you're a successful therapist when. Like and when you can answer that i feel like it's much easier to recognize the ways that we are all being successful all the mm-hmm. time yeah just but for it's, us. it's, it's okay easy to fall for that it. trap of like letting other people dictate what that word means right totally for me it means going downstairs and making some hello fresh meals oh gosh i can't wait i get mine on wednesday and i am in need well, you're um, in for a real so, treat. Oh, good. They what have got, what do you got cooking over there? Amazing summer recipes on the go. Oh. They had um, cucumber salad <gasps> stuffed pita pockets. Oh, that you know I love a Mediterranean plate. You do. This is my and favorite this is thing. So fresh. Yes. It was so good. But they have everything, and you can yeah. like rearrange it and pick what kind of deal you want. It's like cheaper. I was able to order it within my dietary constrictions, restrictions. Oh, oh my gosh, because now you like can't eat certain foods. Yeah, I was like nothing so fun. Sad. No, I said no chicken and no wheat. Well, you're, you're going to be so happy because they have a whole Mediterranean uh, menu that they yes. released. Thank you. Fresh With fruits, fish. veggies, nuts, olive oils, all oh, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's the diet we should all be eating. You can swap out one protein for the other. They have this whole customizable situation going on. You guys are going to love it. If you haven't had it for a while, like maybe you had it years ago but not since, mm. try it again because it they have all kinds of new stuff. It's awesome. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy16 and use code BrainCandy16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy16 and code Brain Candy 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Really nice summer yes. menus. You will love yes. it. And cheaper than dining out. So Oh, way cheaper and no food waste. Yes. You know how I love that. Um, so anyway, that just made me sad about the rap pioneers because yeah. they're talented and dynamic. And yeah. I hope better days are ahead for those guys. Man. Um, they were kids. Right. Like so young. So young, so talented, and like 
They had a magical spark. Yeah. My God, they created a genre. What more do you want? Right. Oh, God, so talented. And they're poets. I mean, come on. You listen to any Tupac lyrics, that's fucking poetry. Oh, my God. He he was something very special. Come on. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Am I going to make Susie a 90s hip-hop fan? <laughs> well, yeah. that remember when like we <laughs> on in our documentary club we I picked um Grey Gardens and right. some people did not like it and I was trying to say like okay, you don't have to like it, but right. what I want you to see is how this this particular film created the documentary pathways that we now mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. that it inspired all these other filmmakers and it it informed filmmaking mm-hmm. that's how i feel about hip-hop and and rap and other yeah. genres that i don't really love to listen to all the time but like you can see the artistry yeah and yeah. how important they are culturally i always want to tap into that that's cool even yeah. if i'm not like the biggest you know megan right. the Same stallion sports documentaries and all that <laughs> yes exactly yeah love it okay there's a little um, documentary short on The New Yorker. It's 10 minutes long. It's called The, Ar- the Act of Coming Out. Oh. And the filmmaker has all these people come in that are queer or trans or whatever. And they're like auditioning. The, the premise is that they're supposed to be auditioning and that they have to do a scene where they have to come out of the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that the filmmaker wanted to say was that you know, you think of coming out as this like one time thing, but really mm. people have to come out throughout their lives, Yes, you know, at different times to their parents or their friends or maybe at their job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, how stressful it can be and how mm. um, just loaded it is. And it, yeah. you're just having to announce who you are throughout your whole life. It's a really cool 10 minute piece, but for me, what it really did was it just was so evocative and made me think about how people really just crave acceptance and love. It was powerful. So much. Yeah. That is all we want. And it's so sad that we live in a society that is where when capitalism is... I don't know. When it's a capitalistic society, yeah, people benefit off of us feeling not <laughs> right. accepted. Absolutely. So all of the 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 thing, the messages, not all, but so many of the messages that we are bombarded with are reinforcing that feeling that we are not accepted or not enough. You're not enough. Yeah. And that is so sad. And yes. it's so important to recognize and push back that, like, we have to, I don't know, challenge that and surround ourselves with people who make us feel the opposite. Uh, yeah, and I, for me, it's a call to action. Like, I just really love making people feel loved mm-hmm. and and making them feel seen. It's you my do such a good job thing. of that. Thanks. That's so nice of you to say. You do. And with all of our listeners and like, you know, I think it's so great where like Susie's like, yes, we're going to send them things. And like everybody gets <laughs> like handwritten notes yeah. and like, you know, 
I'm well, signing the card, but Susie's running the show over here and like okay, make, pushing that, for. But that to me, that is such a gift to be able to make somebody feel truly loved and seen. You do that, and I just I love a reminder because when you go out in the world, mm-hmm. people, especially now after the last two and a half years, are hurting. Yeah. Maybe you're hurting, you know. Yeah. But an antidote for that, if you are hurting, is to make somebody else feel good. It really is. It's a gift to yourself. And I want to put a little asterisk on this. Okay. Asterisk. Yes. It can't be at the expense of yourself. No. No, that's why I say it's a gift to yourself. It is a gift to yourself. Yeah, just to say hello to someone. Yeah. It's a connection and it it can be for you yeah but also kind of like when we were talking about a hug a while back yeah and you i was like no i think i'm selfish like i think a hug and you're like no you're doing it for both <laughs> you know so everybody feels good i'm like oh, okay maybe so like that like like it it's every it's like a win-win yeah mm. yeah it is it's it's a real privilege to be able to make somebody feel um, scene. How do you do that? I love to remind myself that everybody is smarter than me about something. I always talk <sighs> about that. And so I find it to be really fun. See to guys, to this is why Susie's the best and <laughs> why we have to have a therapy. Do you see what I'm, do you see what we're Stop. working with here? This is amazing. No, I just, I know that to be true that every person has information or experience that I don't. And I really find it fun to try to figure out what that is and to get them to share it with me. It's so cool. And, and you won't believe it. The, the 7-Eleven cashier or the, yes. the guy that mows your lawn or whatever, yes. they know more about something than you do. Absolutely. But oh. really, that is just a pathway to connection. That's what yeah. I want. I, wanna, I want connections with people. And that's I'm what humor thinking, is. That's yeah. what music is. That's what art yes. is. Because they're what universal languages. Are. Yeah. So those yeah. things like get my motor running real bad. I love, I love that, it. Suze. Thanks, Sarah. I love you. Oh, so cute. Because <laughs> um, you have to have. You have to be able. There's a lot that comes with that to be able to do that for somebody you have to be humble you have to be willing to not be an expert in something you have to be confident in what you know to know that there's still more to learn like it's kind of like that you know I know I'm intelligent for I know I know nothing kind of thing and you have to be able to really like kind of like step back and listen to somebody and let somebody else be in that role. And I think that's hard for people to do. Yeah. Especially in, in Western cultures that are, are individualistic cultures. Ugh. So gross. Right. You What's know? wrong with us? Well, so many I don't blame capitalism and the patriarchy for most of it. <laughs> yeah. That's a sad situation. We got to make the best of it. Um, yeah. Okay. Samantha, a brainiac, sent me this incredible article. is in Scientific American. Mm, love that. And it was um, 
exploring the concept of inherited trauma. <laughs> a oh, real lighthearted piece. <laughs> it's a real fucking thing. It's such a real thing. It's so – and uh, we – it like it changes your DNA. Yeah. And the fact – like I'm not saying that casually. I'm mm-hmm. saying that the way that you are hearing it like actually literally changes your DNA. And we started to see this in elephants post-Vietnam. Mm. And they were like, huh, these elephants are – traumatized i wonder if people are too turns out yep so traumatized and more well i think it was saying how with um holocaust survivors for example Mm -hmm. it was talking about their kids and how they often struggle and we've known that for a while but for many years they chalked it up to you know parenting Right. That if you've had trauma, right. then you parent different. It affects how you behave in your relationships, of course. Right. And that is true. But they did a study on people after 9-11 that were in New York. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch, hundreds of um, pregnant ladies oh, yeah. that were in the study. And so they were able to measure... Stress hormones, Mm -hmm. PTSD, cortisol. Mm -hmm. And they found that the babies that these ladies had, these people had, um, at nine months, Mm -hmm. they too had lower cortisol. And cortisol is a stress hormone, which you would think it would be higher if you have PTSD, but it's weird. It's a, a weird thing your body does. And it's it like actually, the coffee. Yes. Your body's like, oh, oh it goes, gotta, we yeah. need, we're overproducing this sometimes. So we need to underproduce it as a defense or whatever. Defense mechanism. Yeah. And what that can cause is an inability to recognize red flags. And so those little babies at nine months had that. I mean. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, like, listen this people like this is doesn't this just make you put a whole bunch of pieces together about all the stuff we talk about and it's just like yeah it doesn't it though sometimes i don't know for you but for me sometimes when you get all this information and you see all these things at play and the chemicals and then you inherited it and it's the sperm and the egg and the gestation and the parenting and you think how are we going to get a handle on all this like it feels I don't know. You can get fatalistic about it. Well, it's almost like, you know, I've said this in our book club before that sometimes, you know, especially in like a, a, not like self-help, but like mental health books, I guess, sort of self-helpy books. They can tell you a lot about what's wrong in the first half of the book. And that can be so overwhelming to me. And I'm like, oh, fuck this. I got to put it away. And then the answer is in the second half of like, (laughs) here's what you do. I'm like, oh, right. Before I get the answers. I was so grateful that we read What Happened to You um, by Oprah and... Some dude. Some dude. Um, And uh, I feel fine just calling the author that. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, You know, because of like history of women everywhere. (laughs) Reparations. Uh, uh, So, yeah. So... I feel so grateful that we read the uh, rest of that book that talked so much about the importance of emotional regulation and how we can 
regulate these systems, but we have to be intentional about it. And it's like um, a lot of the stuff that we talk about, you know, the same cures for everything on here. Connection, like people right. who you could be your authentic self with, time and nature, mind-body connection and right. regulating. Sleep, nutrition, Sleep. exercise. All the same shit. Yeah. All the same but shit. those things feel dangerous and scary if you have a trauma background. Okay. This is what I wanted to get to. This was what blew my mind kind of because I know so little about all this that everything feels like mind-blowing. But it was saying how, okay, so Vietnam veterans, going back to that, were more likely to develop PTSD, but if they'd been abused as children. Yes. Right? Yes. So they were, they said that like a shape started emerging that connected yes. childhood adversity. And they called it like a period of freeze because a child can't really fight or flee, you know, right. their own home. Oh, it okay. just grows yeah. familiar with it and develops so a. You yes. have the low cortisol as a result of that childhood trauma. And then you have a higher oh. possibility of future PTSD. Isn't that bonky? It so makes like, total sense. It does. Mm. I don't know. But then they Man. wondered, like... Well, this is the the ACEs test. Adverse childhood experiences. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. So there is a test um, called the ACEs test, ACE test, and... Uh, it talks about, I, I have it on my computer. I'm going to pull it up right here. It is, uh, a test or a quiz that tallies up your different, the, the childhood experiences you had that would be classified as trauma, like abuse, mm-hmm. neglect, household dysfunction, and people who score more than I believe, I can't remember what the number is. It's like if you're if you score like a four or more or something on it, then the likelihood of you having PTSD from something else in the future it's oh right it goes up mm-hmm. exponentially. Yeah, your body's already vulnerable. It's kind of like Correct. being immunocompromised, but you're like emotionally 100%. compromised. In fact, yeah. it does help. It does affect your immune um, system. Immune system. They're more likely to have heart conditions, like long uh, uh, immune disorders, like all this. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. saying too, like the Vietnam vets, they had the lower cortisol, but they had higher adrenaline. And yeah. it was saying like people who've already endured trauma, their stress systems might be sensitized and then yes. their cortisol levels are diminished. Increased adrenaline response to further trauma, which then leads to PTSD. It's like a terrible cycle. And it was I was getting real down in the dumps, but then... Mm. It said the good news is what they did find too is that in gestation, when your mom has trauma, sometimes what can happen is that it creates like almost like a barrier where your mm. body's prepped for trauma. And yes. so you can actually, oh. uh, yeah, be able to handle it. Suze. So that's good. A hundred percent. And you know when, when you asked me or maybe I was giving a lecture and they asked me about this. I think that was it. Um, but maybe we've talked about it on here. Why is it that people who have been exposed to trauma in the past are more likely to get re-traumatized? Yeah. That's it. 
Yeah. Because your brain recognizes. Yeah, this is familiar. Familiar things, even if they don't want them. It's like the boat on the water. Yep. If you've never seen trauma, you almost might be able to ignore it. Right. That's interesting. Uh I'm going to have to unpack that some more. It's a whole, it's, it's all The article is so detailed though. I'll I'll have Dalia put it in the um, newsletter um, because I, it's one of those ones where I could read every line. It's called how parents trauma leaves biological traces in children. This is, it's so, it, you know, even with, uh, you know, I think it's interesting you mentioned the Holocaust survivors. You know, mm-hmm. there's this, this, oh, well, you know, I just have a Jewish stomach or like, oh, all people oh, who have, are Jewish have God. like IBS. No, you have Gener- generational trauma. Not just the Holocaust. That's been fucking going right. on for thousands Forever. of years. Yeah. It's that. And it's mm-hmm. the internalized anxiety like that, like the feelings that. The, the, the multiple generations of trauma and the compounding trauma. And when you have an entire population that has, you know, is more likely to experience those kind of symptoms, there, we need to look at that. That's something. There's, it's because of this uh, inherited trauma. If you guys want the articles, the full-length ones. Dahlia puts them in our newsletter, which comes out once a week. We don't send any spam or anything. Only you can sign stuff. up on our website. You just put your email in, and um, she'll add you to the yes. the list. Yes. Because it is nice to, like, that's why our, our spinoff show, Things We Got Wrong, is fun and great. Because we are doing, like, little bite-sized summaries right. and bullet points. But sometimes you want to dig into, like, the meat. Yeah. So... If you want the links, that's the way to get them. Oh, yes. I'm signed up because sometimes I'm like, where's that article? Susie? Yeah. I need to know. Right. It's, it's so fun. Good. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Good. So good. Um... I did, speaking of trauma, I did watch a um, TED talk that somebody had put in their Insta story about how, did you see the one where um, Polaroid cameras changed domestic violence reporting? That no, was so but it cool. makes total yeah. sense because you can get the immediate picture. Yeah. Oh. You, nobody has to develop the film for you. So no one else can will see it. You can keep it private. Huh. And even at like um, reporting centers, you would go, 
with your black eye or whatever, and they yeah. would take a Polaroid and give them to you, so then you could put them in your safe or whatever, keep them. Yes. Um, for when it and if you needed them, uh, wow, that I love stuff like that. Me too. Where technology, because that was the essence of the TED Talk too, was about. You know, we do hear a lot of bad things about technology, but the, in a lot of ways it has helped women have yes. independence, a connection yes. to the outside world. Because when you have a controlling husband, if you have a smartphone, you have a greater connectivity to the outside world um, yeah. and the ability to take pictures and all that stuff. So that's the good news about technology. That is how about how, really how about this for Bonky though? In that TED talk, they talked about how um, I forget the official name now of like maybe it's called the Domestic Violence Act or Violence Against Women Act. I think mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. when they originally were trying to get that legislation passed. One um, conservative congressperson called it the Take the Fun Out of Marriage Act. Oh, <gasps> yeah, what in 1984. This guy, he he said that by Ew. limiting domestic violence, you were taking the fun out of marriage. Are you? Somebody better this is fucking real. check on that guy. This is real. I'm sure he's dead. Ew. Mm-hmm. Can you believe? These are the people who we voted to, like, make our rules? Yeah. Fuck that. Unbelievable. But oh, it's just God. as important today, even though people might not say that. Some yeah. people might, but. Probably not a congressperson. That's gross. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Um, let's see. Last things. Um, bop, 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 bop. I, w- I Nothing, did see. You know, it should never surprise. These things shouldn't surprise me. But what? They, all, they still do. <sighs> well, because no matter how many times we see it, our, we would never do something like that. We would never say something right. like that. Right. So it's just inconceivable. Right. That's it. Ugh. But what else? Um, yeah. I read an article about the, well, you might call it the OXO company, but it's actually pronounced OXO. You know oh, that, like. You mean the one I have a, my, <laughs> the beef with? For real, Sarah. That's See, what I remember? I, don't think I've forgotten. <laughs> Tell them about it again. I know about. Okay. This is some fucking bullshit. So I buy one of these pants that I, I buy it at the grocery store because I was like in a pinch. I don't know why I, I like don't ever buy pants at the grocery store. Uh, oh, God. And so they have, I get the pan. The, it is not balanced correctly. So when yeah. you put it on the stove and you don't have anything in it, tips right over. Yeah. So it says on the box. Like, we guarantee our products or whatever yeah. the fuck it says. Right. That's the whole point of this article, too, is how they're so great about that. Yeah. Well, I called them and I was like, I WTF, this, I don't, I don't like this. And they said, yeah, no problem. Just send it back to us right. to this address. Oh, well, are you going to pay for shipping? No, you pay for that. The shipping was more expensive than the pan. Yeah. You want me to pay for shipping there and pay for shipping back on thing that you made improperly? And that so I just threw it out because fuck that. I am shocked that that happened, especially after reading this article. Well, that was my Wasn't experience. that the, lady, the customer service rep that was a cat lady? You looked her up on LinkedIn. 
Oh my God, that's oh okay. No, 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 no. no. I didn't look her up on LinkedIn. They sent me a follow up email. They sent an email of like, how did your call go with blah 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 Rebecca or whatever her name was, and and it was then in the call it was like this is who you spoke to, and they gave a bio of her, and in it it was like I love cats. Yeah. Whatever. I think she was like from Pittsburgh or something. I remember it having a yeah, local connection. Yeah, I remember this too. Yeah, Sarah Anyways. was real mad about it. And I, it, it she's still <sighs> mad about it. Yeah, because that kind of stuff doesn't... It, it feels like false advertising in a way. It feels like like you're... It, it, in the same way, it's almost like... You know how I don't like like things, as you were saying, like that are greenwashed where it's like mm-hmm. we're pretending like we're... like you know environmentally friendly this is like pretending like you're customer service friendly but then there's like rules and and little like workarounds that make it so you're not really yeah it's shocking though because uh, uh, what and we've talked about this on the show before the oxo company was developed or created because this guy had a wife who was peeling potatoes and she had arthritis and she was having trouble so he wanted to make kitchen tools that were usable by almost everybody Mm. and that's such a great mission and i think they've done a great job of that like even though their products aren't the most beautiful maybe Mm -hmm. um they're so functional and so useful except their small pans except that dang pan maybe it was a problem with your stove no, nope. I tested this. It was balanced. It was a whole. Th- we, I I already d- went through that. It was balanced. It was. It um, was level. I got out the level. Well, and they claim like, that if they have a product that gets a a lot of bad reviews, they will change it okay, as a well, result. I mean, maybe I should rebuy. Maybe I should buy a new small pan and just see what they what we've done. See if they've improved it. Yeah. Because they were the people that innovated, you know, the magical... Do you have a salad spinner? I do. Yes. Is it I love my salad spinner. I've got a collapsible one that just fits like... Oh, wow. That's ...nicely in... Like, yeah. Oh, it's so nice. I need a collapsible one because they do take up too much space. Oh, let me put that on the list of things. But but no, don't. Because I already have one and I do like to help the earth by not replacing things if they're not broken. But... When your salad spinner breaks, you let me know. Okay. Probably never will, though, because OXO, you guys do a good job with that thing. They they modeled it after those children's tops that you push down on, you know? Yes. I don't know. I just, I feel like you had like the one bad customer service experience with them. I think you might be right. (sighs) Yeah. Maybe they could, do, do any of you people listening work for the OXO company? Because we need to, you know. Because if yeah, if there was ever somebody one. you would want to turn around, it's Sarah. Oh yeah, and you, we heard the last episode. I can easily be be right. Like I feel of, like they could make this right. Totally, it's not too late, you guys. Let's wind awesome. it down, Sarah. <clears throat> Whew, what a good episode! Spent first half an hour, uh, you know, just like getting me through my day. Stop! That's not true. No, I I just don't want to make you cry anymore i really don't oh, i want to no, make you I, laugh i needed to you needed to cry yeah i told sarah now, that right? i'm trying to get lincoln to be a stand-up comic oh and so <laughs> i love it. his first i want to have um like a a show here 
for charity. Oh, God, this is so cute. And I wanted him to be the opener, and I decided I was going to make him memorize just like one minute of a Ron White sketch. If you're not familiar, Ron White is this guy on the Blue Collar Comedy Tour who always has a scotch and a cigar, and he's like Southern, and you know, his whole affect is hilarious. And I want Lincoln to memorize it and basically perform as Ron White. So I'm going to see if I can make that happen. But he had a really good joke. (laughs) He says he wants to develop a joke about how in his Netflix account, it had like suggestions for him. And one was Squid Game. (laughs) And the other was something called Coco Melon, which is for toddlers. And he wants to know, like, what kind of computer thinks the same person would like Squid Game and Coco Melon? That's a great joke. There's maybe something There's there. definitely stuff in there. there. You could make something out of that. Yes, I agree. So we're working on it. Anyway, I just don't want to make Sarah cry. I want to make her laugh. It's a little bit of both. Whenever you're camping, do you guys do, like, camp songs like um, Get Along Little Dogies or anything? <laughs> I did, I did force him to listen to me sing the camp song that I sing at camp that's like my song. Do it. Well, it's a repeat after me song, so you have to be involved, Susie. I'll do it. Okay. A repeat after me. Okay. Excuse me, Susie, you're already failing. Repeat after me. Repeat after me. I said repeat after me. I said repeat after me. Flee. Flee? Flee, fly. Flee, fly. Flea fly flow. Flea fly flow. Vista vista. Vista vista. Kumalada kumalada kumala vista. Kumalada 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 vista. Whoa, no, 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 not the vista. Whoa, no, 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 not the vista. Eeny meeny, yes to meeny, wa wanna meeny. Whoa. <laughs> Do that again. Eeny meeny estimini uwa awana meeny. Eeny meeny estimini uwa the something meeny. Eat biddly oat boat bobo shabot bo. Come on. <laughs> Is this That's what exactly what he do? said. Okay. Are so we am I might be dating Susie. Is but the kids know how to do this. Oh, they love it. They don't think it's overwhelming. No. Wow. And I've been doing it for so many years, and now they know it's coming, and they, they love Link it. Link would and, love this. You need to oh, teach yeah. him. And then, and then it's go, vate, vate, ocho, karate, easily, easily. How would you like a pizza pie? I like I the pizza. I like the pie. I like the onions. They're making me cry. This is great. I love it. I just can't do it. It's so fun. And the kids go nuts. And I have, like, hand gestures, and, and there's, like, moves and everything. No way. And, oh, yeah. There's, See, like, a full choreographed I love that I'm still learning thing. things about and you. And then, like, they'll, like, call me up and, like, you know, I'm, like, the – now I'm, like, the, the mental health director who just, like, probably sits in the back and, like, you know – because I'm not, like, a counselor anymore. I'm just kind of, like, hanging out for the week and then talking to, to campers and counselors that, you know, need a little help. And um, uh, then, you know, there'll be one night during the week or a couple times where they'll be like, oh, okay, for Campfire, we are going to have Sarah come down and she's going to do the Flea oh, Fly wow. song. And everybody's like, whoa, you know. And it's they love and it. exciting and, and, yeah. I can see why. It for years. That's, a, that's a banger. Yeah, banger. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just silly songs with Sarah. Nice. That could be yeah. your next spinoff. All right. Silly songs with Sarah. Remember when that restaurant f- fell to the sank <laughs> ocean floor? <laughs> that was <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> that was nice. 
Mm-hmm. But remember when Sarah flew over the handlebars of her bike? Mm-hmm. Not that as fun. Not as fun. And then I threw up. Oh, my God. No bueno. Yeah. Maybe, Dahlia, you can put the Rap Pioneers article oh. in the newsletter, too, because that was yeah. good. That was real yeah. sad. Maybe I'll write to Kid Creole in jail. Definitely you should. Yeah. Sue, cool. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This is good. And inherited trauma and then wow. great kitchen utensils. We covered a lot of ground. We sure did. Covered a lot of stuff. Check out um, I might have to, uh, you know, write a nicer letter to OXO. Yeah, or like or tweet XO, them and XO, be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, WT. Help a sister out. Yeah. Um, up. Check out our merch and please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. We're so thankful. Yes. We love you. Bye. Bye. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.